What's going on, guys, and welcome to the Grow Corner Podcast. I'm your host, Mike, aka Rasta K. You guys can find me over on Instagram at Rasta K Grows or at the Grow Corner Podcast. So tonight's episode, I'm bringing in Parma Farmer over from Instagram. Uh, we sit here and discuss. It's kind of like about what's going on in our lives, what's going on in our grows. Um, he's somebody I've known for a few years, and just wanted to bring him on and just have a conversation and just kind of get to know him a little bit more. But um, yeah, guys, and thanks for uh, coming back too and uh, joining me once again. Uh, I was a little on a hiatus there for a little while. Had some things going on personally in life that are now taken care of. Um, I'm back, feeling better, and ready to bring you guys some more episodes. So thanks again, guys, for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the episode. July 30th. Okay. Yeah. I'll be I'll be in Colorado from the 29th through the 31st, man. I'm excited, but like I get into Colorado Friday night at like 5:30. Yeah. And then uh I leave Sunday at like 6 in the morning. So really I'm not in, I'm not, all I'm there for is just to be the cup, you know what I mean? Which is fucking which is cool, man. I mean, yeah, I don't I think I'm going to smoke plenty of fucking weed at that event, dude. They said it can be 50 strains, so it's like I'm kind of nervous because, like, I smoke a lot of weed, man. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't, I get high, like, in the mornings for the first time I smoke. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And then, like, throughout the rest of the day, I don't really ever get that same high anymore. So I'm just like, dude, am I going to be, like, super stoned at this event? Or, like, how do you really test 50 strains, you know? So it's going to be curious. After, like, you know, so many, you're just already blasted anyway, you know? Yeah, dude, I, I probably won't be able to make it out there, see what sucks, but, you know, it is what it is, dude. Maybe yeah. This is the first one they've done in a few years now, isn't it? It is, and that's why I made a point to go, <clears throat> just because I've been wanting to go the past, like, before the pandemic and all that shit hit. I was, like, getting ready to go, and now it's just, like, financially, it's not really the best idea for me to go, because, like... I kind of had to put off a trip with the wife. Like we had a planned trip to do in July, but I was like, yeah. you know, this is like, she's super cool though, man. She's like super down with me to rather do this. Cause she knows this is something I've been wanting to do. Yeah. That's why I can't go. Cause we're going away end of this month. So yeah, dude, shit happens, man. But like you said, you got next year for it, dude. Yeah, exactly. Maybe next year. Dude, man. So yeah, dude, I've been fucking busy, been working and, but I've been, a. Uh, been good man i'm glad i got the podcast going back dude, dude. it's been yeah. like three three fucking week hiatus man and i'm glad i'm back yeah yeah dude thanks for having me on man yeah dude i'm glad you were able to come on you know i had somebody else uh captain knots this was supposed to be next but you know we just kind of ran into some issues and everything and but uh i'm glad you were able to just come on when i when i just straight up hit you up and was like dude can you make it happen and you were like fuck yeah let's do it and hey dude i ain't got nothing going on in that yeah, dude, I love all you guys, man. Hell yeah, man. So, uh, what you been getting to today, dude? How's your weekend been? Uh, good, dude. Dude, I was just got done hanging a light fan, like a ceiling fan in my bedroom. And yeah. like fucked with that, and then realized I had the light switch off, and that's why it wasn't working. I was like sitting there cussing that. No thing. way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah sometimes it happens, dude. We did a little boating shit yesterday. I did a little fishing, and yeah, I saw some posts you had, dude. I like you like fishing, dude. I love. I miss. I live I live on the southeast coast, man. So like I'm right on the water. So I love going out there and saltwater fishing, man. It's I don't have a boat, but uh, definitely go out to some piers and the the beach. Go fishing off the beach is nice. 
Yeah, we uh we just moved down here like six months ago to the eastern shore. So you're salt that was saltwater fishing, right? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I still know what I'm doing with it. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just it's there's so much more abundance of fish out there, and it's uh it's fun, dude. Saltwater fishing is fun, especially you get on the boat, man, and just ride, dude, and just endless endless places to go. <laughs> exactly. So how's the garden been, dude? It's going, man. It's uh it's better than it's been, should I say? Because my last uh, few harvests I had, man, I was using I was using Cultivation Nation. And yeah. I think that I fucked it up by uh, using too much of an inert cocoa, and I was having a lot of pH issues. Um, but now I got all that straightened up, and my Care Bears are looking fucking phenomenal, dude. You use uh, Coco Loco, don't you? Now I do, yeah, and I really like that, man. Yeah, I think that's what's kicking my ass for a while, because, like, they're looking good now, <clears throat> but, man, the past few days, kind of like, I think it's just a pH issue. The past few runs... Well, the run before this one wasn't that great either. Just been fucking busy and shit. What are you what what are you saying though now? Are you using Coco Loco or you want to switch to it? Switch to something? No, no, I use I've been using Canna Coco. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking Is about, that inert? Uh what do you mean? Inert like there's nothing added to it. There's no mycorrhizae or nothing. Nah, it's nothing, just inert. Yeah. I put a little perlite into it, but that's about it. See, I've been running into issues when I was doing that, man. I remember when I first started, I was using advanced nutrients, and I was using straight-up cocoa that was rinsed and buffered and perlite, and I was getting some of the best fucking flour, some of the best shit out there, man. And then all of a sudden, I started using Cultivation Nation, which is – I've done runoff tests. I do the same thing. I rinse it. and But um, all my plants were growing like larf, dude. I wouldn't even say like airy buds, but they were more of like just small – like really small buds that was just like all i'm doing with them is making oil you know yeah and um go ahead oh i was gonna say and uh i just really think that changing changing from the straight cocoa to the cocoa loco which all it is is doing is adding mycorrhizae to it so i feel like really you could get the same effects from using what you're doing cocoa and perlite and adding recharge or something you know Yeah, I mean, I, I use Recharger all the time, like Dynamico and all that. I love Dynamico. Honestly, I think I've just been I've been lazy, dude. <laughs> I've been lazy, and I think that's what's kind of been kicking my ass for the past like, two runs. But we're yeah. getting, <laughs> I think I'm going to switch to, like, uh, I'm in between, like, the can of A and B and um, Frisk Grow is talking on uh, what, uh, Front Row Ag. That's what I use, yeah. How do you like that? I like it a lot. It's just yeah. super simple. It's uh, you can look at my post and see the Care Bears right now. That I, that's all I used was just front row ag. I used the AB solution and then or powder mix and then I put Bloom at the end. The only difficult part I think was getting to learn how to use it because yeah. there's a learning curve. Like you have to have a mixer, or if you don't have a mixer, you have to like agitate like one like. Part A, you have to mix by itself, yeah. and then part B, you have to mix by itself, and then you have to add them together to, like, the main vessel, you know what I mean? If you add them together in the same vessel, it breaks it apart, so. But other than that, I fucking love it, man. It's uh, got everything you need in it, and it's working great. So you hand-watering? Or- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like to hand-water everything, dude, just because I go by weight of the bag. Like, when I when I, when I I go to my garden, I pick all the bags up. 
you yeah. know what I mean? I pick it up to see what like the weight is, and I'm like, I just know by by years of experience of like what it needs to feel like. Yeah. And then I go from there. Yeah, I've been thinking about. It. I just got some blue mats that I've been. I've heard good things about them, man. But I yeah. think that that I, takes you away from the yeah. garden. So if you're lazy, it fucking works, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, like I'm just so busy, man. So that's been like the the, the amount of time. Takes hand water, you know, just gets kind of. Well, how many plants are you running though? Only two right now. Because... So that hand watering can't be that too much. I mean, if you're busy, I guess with work, your schedule can yeah, be. Yeah, that's why I'm only growing two plants right now. But I think um I'm thinking about popping some photos like either tonight or like. like... I've been I've been thinking the same exact thing, dude. Dude, and I've been I have thinking about popping photos. As in 19, probably 2020, maybe. It's been like two years since I've grown a photo. I have yet to grow a photo, but the thing is, is I love training my plants, and I love uh, really good terpenes, and I've, I've heard that if you want those two things, then grow a photo period, because you're going to get an endless amount of training that you can do before you flower, and also the terpenes that I've I've witnessed firsthand from the people I try their photo period strains, that it's just, it kicks most autoflowers out of the park, dude. Most yeah. of them. Most of them, but like... Yeah. There's still yeah. some good genetics out there in autoflowers. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Uh, firing up some photos here the next couple of days. I'm just going to have to get another tent, I guess. What are you thinking about? You have anything in mind? Strain, uh, breeder? I got some uh, GMYO and some um, some AK-47 gifted from uh, Real Thor 89 Okay. Yeah, dude. And he said it's Definitely been- run that. Dude, I know. So AK has been worked back like since like the early 2000s, like late 90s. So I've been thinking about popping a few of them. And um, yeah, I don't know, dude. I, I don't know. Do you have two tents or you have one tent? I just got one tent. So and if I, you were to I, run them, you just have to. That's the thing, though, man. If you were to run those two photos or. My thing is, I feel like I would need two tents just because if you yeah, run one, one tent, you can't really do perpetual. And if you do dry in your tent too, so you'd have to consider that as well. If after you harvest, are you drying in your tent? That's why I started growing autos to get that perpetual going. Same but here. I, I got like two right now that are probably like two, three weeks into flowering now. So I figure if I pop some photos and just let them rock into that same light by time, you know. Hopefully, by the time I harvest the autos, those are ready to flip, you know? Yeah. Um, especially if you're going with regs. That's the one thing about photos that I've no- I have so many photo seeds. People have just sent me or I've won, but everything's regs. Yeah. And I think that just – I'm doing that right now with autoflowers from Firebuds. I got the autobots going. And <clears throat> I'll, don't, don't get me wrong. I do like hunting for male or female, but when I'm trying to get a perpetual growing like I have now, I have to – I have to consider that the four Autobots I have in there, I might get four males or I might get four females. Really? So it's kind of like you don't really know how to plan for that. What size tent you growing in? A two by four. Yeah, it's difficult on that. Too. So I'm only doing four two gallons is like really pushing it or three two gallon or th- uh, three three gallons. Now, yeah. if I do the three gallons, I can really just get just about the same amount from a two gallon. That's the thing. So that's why I kind of switched to the two gals, just to kind of, I've been experimenting, dude. One gallons I went through, I filled the whole fucking tent with, what was it, 11 one gallons? Yeah. 
bad idea, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I got like eleven fucking plants that gave me all around. I think all together, maybe like three ounces. Not, uh, not, not any. I was like, I'm gonna get an ounce off each one. I'm gonna have eleven ounces. I'm gonna be good. Fuck no, man. It's because I think I've crowded them together, and then I was running Cultivation Nation for the first time ever. Yeah. I was running new nutrients. I was just doing everything new and was like, oh, I got this. You know what I mean? I got this in the, the of my pocket. I've got it. But nope. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Things, man. We get cocky, dude. Like, that's, that's what happened to me. Like two runs ago, I had like one of the best runs of my life. And I guess since then, yeah, I've just been fucking lazy or whatever. I don't know. But uh, just growing some of that birdcage bird garden stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit, dude, is fucking just phenomenal, man. Is that what you got going right now? Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's what I just harvested. That's what I'm smoking right now. Gotcha. Yeah, dude, I've been liking uh, uh three gals. Like, I feel like that's like mine. Like now, are you in uh, you in air air pots? Uh, uh, radical bags. Radical bags, dude. Fuck yeah. Uh, no, those are, those are the shit, dude. I love those bags still today, man. I use them in my garden, dude. I haven't used any, anything since. Mm-mm. I, I use those air bottom bags now. That's all I'm using, but they are so they're so similar, dude. They really are. The only difference is the air bottom bags have a built in tray on the bottom. That's all it is. That's pretty cool though. It is, it's nice. But uh I would say dude the radical bags though still have my they have my top spot still. Because I, the way that the way I was getting the roots to like I couldn't pull the fucking p- plant out of the bag ever like i remember pulling the plant out of the bag and you can hear it ripping you can hear the roots ripping off uh, i'm not hating on air bottom bags whatsoever because they grow amazing fucking plants but every time i pull them from that bag i just get the dirt come out but i get one big root ball still yeah, exactly but it's not like the same as like the radical bags i think they those roots do have more air to grow out into i think those holes are just bigger I was going to say, I feel like the holes are bigger. I don't have any of the air bottoms yet, but I'm going to. See, I want to get, like, some. I'll send you a couple, dude, because I have, like, fucking 20 of them, dude. Oh, so right? I'll send, yeah, just what, I mean, if you want a couple of two gallons or just to fuck around with or whatever, I could shoot you some for I sure. I want, like, half gals. Half gals, I got those, too. The little transplant bags. Yeah, exactly. I got you, dude. I'll hit you up after all of this, man, because I have them just sitting around. All right, cool, dude. Yeah, I got some seeds to send you, too, and some stickers and shit. <laughs> I'm down. I'm always down for seeds and slaps. Yeah, dude. So, um, how's the uh, the mushrooms going? You still doing that? I am. So, we have, what are we talking about, psilocybin? Yeah. Yeah, so psilocybin, I am actually in the process now of growing some, or colonizing jars. I got, um, you'll grow, you're girl can grow on instagram she hooked me up with um like four different cultures and i'm just starting i'm just now starting back in the mushroom growing but i've been still microdosing so like i dude that's the thing i grew one time and i made over a thousand capsules holy shit how much is how much is uh 100 milligrams okay so that's the thing so uh, one gram makes me 10 capsules so like you really don't need that much to make a thousand capsules but I mean, if you're microdosing and you're just giving it away to friends, dude, that's like what I did, dude. And that's why I'm going to grow again just to like kind of get more going out to the community, dude, because I need it. And then I know other people need that shit. Yeah, dude. I've never microdosed, but I'd like to try it. 
Um, dude, when I uh, when I send your package, I'll send you a couple to try. It's uh, definitely different. Have you ever taken Xanax before? Not to get fucked up off of, just like an anxiety. So that's the only thing I can relate it to because I've taken Xanax before for anxiety. And when I microdose, it makes it to where it like takes the edge off to where you could literally go up to anybody you've ever wanted to talk to and you could just sit there and have an open conversation and not have any social anxiety behind it, not feel like this person is thinking this or this person. You're just like – there's no anxiety at all. You're just like able to be – it's crazy to me <laughs> yeah, yeah dude that's what i'm saying man it's like that the people that aren't on it are just missing out and these are low doses dude this is 100 milligrams to where i'm i can take it in the morning cook breakfast for my kids and lie for my kid and you know what i mean i can go around like yeah. my entire morning routine and not feel anything other than just feel good yeah. and that's what it should be man that's why it's uh for depression for anxiety for just Dude, I do it in games sometimes, dude. I'll get on the Xbox, dude, and I'll take a microdose, dude, and I have best fucking gaming sessions, dude. So it's like can be used as however you want it, man. Yeah, yeah, I like psilocybin too, dude. Yes, sir. Oh, so do you grow that in the same room, or do you have to do like a, a whole? So I grew it in the same room, and I was getting trichoderma every time, and I blame it on growing in the same room. Um. You can grow in the same room if you make yourself like a still still air box, and that's kind of what I did. So I made – so I had my small tub, like the boomer box, and then I got a really big clear tote, and I made that big tote like a little mini environment. So I put my tub inside of that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm following you. So that way if I'm in the room walking around on the carpet or whatever, there's nothing just falling into it. That's cool, dude. But – that's what I did for the first few times, and it worked out good. Now, if uh, I think if you have a bathroom that you're not using or like a washer washing room, dude, you just, just put in a dark spot. I think that's like your best bet. Yeah. Somewhere that's not getting too much like traffic with a carpet for sure. Yeah, probably my basement. There you go. Yeah, basement, and then just if you're in there a lot, you just have to be worried about all the dust and air moving because dude it literally can take you opening the lid and you just coughing one time over it and you're gonna fuck your whole thing up yeah that's how easy it is man that's why it's a lot of people do it they fail and they're like man let's screw i'll just buy this somewhere else and it's hard dude i've made uh i've i've fucked up more than i've succeeded in growing mushrooms that's pretty damn (laughs) sure dude yeah for sure growing in general man Oh yeah, for sure, dude. I mean, I grew when I first started growing cannabis. I was growing hemp seeds. I was grow. I, I used to buy CBD and um, CBD flour, and they would always come with seeds in it. And one day, I was like, you know what, man? Fuck buying all this shit. Fuck buying weed. Fuck spending all this money. I'm just gonna try to grow it. I'm gonna try to grow these seeds and see what happens. And I started growing little hemp seeds, do CBD and. One thing led to the other, man, and now I just like I'm here, you know. I never grew those out fully. I always grew them to like veg, and then I would tell the sex of them, and then I would kill them, and I would start over. I would learn a new process. It was just like it was a learning process. I was so nervous to grow it. I was like in my head, I was like, well, there's no THC in it because it's not flowering. But my wife was like, well, it's still illegal. I'm like, but it's not because the hemp bill says that. If it has, if it doesn't have TAC in it, it's not, it's legal, you know. So anyway, the whole story is, is like, I kind of, I don't know the word for, it. I say fandangled. That's not a real word, but that's my word. Fandangled my way into fucking uh, growing my own, dude, with my wife being okay with it. 
that's pretty much what I did too, man. I tried growing. I mean, we, we were kind of like dicked around in high school. And then, you know, I tried for years. And, like, I would get so close. And then something would happen, you know, powdery mildew or, like, butter out or. And then I was like, fuck this, dude. I'm going inside. And that's when I found, like, the grow show and, like, like Rasta Jeff and, like, all those dudes. And just got, like, balls deep into it. Yep, that's how it was. That's where I learned everything I know today from those guys, dude. Oh yeah, dude. I got when did sick. you start? When did? How long you been growing? Two thousand and like I said, I've been messing around for years, but like taking it seriously, like two thousand nineteen, I think, is when I built my first little indoor room. Okay, so you have a you have a room you built rather than a tent? Well, at the last house, yeah. At a, uh, like okay. Six by three closet we converted into. That's sweet, dude. That's what, you know, I've heard that a lot of people saying with auto flowers, like, you don't need a tent. You really don't because there's no need to. Right. Like, I mean, as long as you, I, I feel like if you have it in your bedroom, maybe because you want that environment dialed in. But I've been thinking the same thing, like just taking the tent because I have a two by four in my closet. Yeah. And I'm like, if I just take the two by four out and hang the light in my closet, I'm pretty much doing the same thing, but I'm left with more room, you know? Yeah, that's that's all I did was just you know, painted the walls white and uh, just kind of insulated it a little bit, keep the light out, and dude, yeah, we rocked it for like two years in there. Oh yeah, that's what's up, dude. Yeah, with cool results. Now I got a at the new spot. I got a five by five because my basement's like it's fucking it's it's like all insulated like that all the way around. So I don't want framing stuff up so. Looks like there's a lot of work you got to do, man. Yeah, I know, so. <laughs> so. I think I'm just going to get another 2x4 and rock with that. Yeah, 2x4 is a good yeah. size, dude. I mean, if you're going to go photo periods, too, you could uh, put two five gals or two three gals in there and just really fucking rock it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see, man. I got shit to finish up, too. I got to build a pig pen, bro. <laughs> that sounds fun. So you homesteading, dude? Nah, nah. No, just a little farm? No, we just got a mini pig. Oh, gotcha. A mini pig. So there's not much. There's probably not much need there. Then a little pig pen. Yeah, like a legit little pig pen. Yeah. Yeah. He's the, dude, he's uh, crazy how smart pigs are, man. Really? Dude, like it's 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 insane. Like he's <laughs> he's smarter than any dog I had. Like for like that's taking orders and listening. Oh yeah, like he's potty trained. He sleeps in the house. He's probably upstairs right now. What? Yeah. And we eat them, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, like he's more well behaved than the dogs. Like when we leave, he won't ever shit or piss on the floor, you know. He won't ever chew anything up. <laughs> That's just crazy to me think a little pig running around, dude. He's like That's a cool there, man. <laughs> he's like a toddler. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, man. So what else you got going on, dude? You got anything? Uh, what What are your plans? And if you start, are you like if you start photo periods, you get the room. Are you planning on doing any breeding work or anything like that, or you like to just kind of just grow your own medicine and stick to that? I don't know, man. I keep saying I'm going to, but we'll see. Um, it happens. Probably. I mean, you know, once you have like, you can start cloning and actually doing an actual hunt. You know what I mean? Then, um, yeah, I'd like to one day. Have you ever seen me? I have not, but I've been talking about doing it with the spare two by two I have. Um, I've got a spare two by two little tent that I can just, I've been really thinking about 
putting um, <clears throat> one of the best auto flowers I can find, one of the strains that I like the best. And uh, I don't really know which one it is yet. But anyway, I want to take that and spray it. Uh, Radical Notions is the one that kind of was going to walk me through that process of uh, using the STS spray, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. And don't really know the process, man, to be honest. I don't want to say it and be wrong, but I think it reverses. It just makes it produce <coughs> seeds or something like that or produce pollen to where it'll pollinate. Yeah, it creates pollen that just doesn't have a a male chromosome. Male chromosome, yeah. That's something. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, I would love to, man. I would really like to, especially when it becomes legal where I'm at, so I don't have to worry about the smell because – Dude, even these two plants that I have right now going, man, like when I walked to my front door today, it just like, boom, kind of hits you, you know? And I got two carbon filters running, dude, but the filter goes into my attic. And my my theory is I don't I don't vent my attic out, so it just kind of uh, just accumulates up in my attic, like all the exhaust. Yeah. So I'm thinking that maybe that smell just kind of accumulates up there and slowly seeps out, so it's like slowly seeping cannabis smell. You have neighbors and stuff. Yeah, but I'm, I, you know, I walk around my yard. I never smell it unless the wind's mm-hmm. blowing. But dude, I smoke. I toke out back all the time. So like, they smell it, and he don't care. Yeah, you gotta call like your buddies ever. Like, you smell your shit. <laughs> and I do, man. I'm like, yo, does it smell like weed? They're like, I mean, you smoke weed, so yeah. I'm like, nah, dude. Does it like, does it smell like fresh weed? They're like, I don't know. I, I don't can't really tell. So I've, I've had people come. So I don't think it's that big of a problem. I feel like if I smell it, everyone else can smell it, though. Oh, yeah, exactly. But I also know what I'm smelling for. I can smell – when I smell it, I'm like, oh, that's a fresh fucking plant. Like, <laughs> it's in hard harvest. It's, like, getting ready to be harvested and everything. And you can still get in pretty good, <clears throat> good amount of trouble down there, right? Yeah. I mean, yes and no, because where I'm at in, in Georgia, it's like they decriminalized it, and – like they just they're they're not really going after people like like me let's say now if my neighbor were to call and say hey then my neighbor is growing weed and selling it there's people coming in and out yeah i'd probably get in trouble but see i don't do any of that shit dude i'm a family man you know what i mean i got like my my neighbors see me as just a regular fucking guy dude if they smell that i smoke weed i I mean i told my neighbor straight up because i wear this hat and i was like he was like oh I don't remember what I asked him. I was talking about smoking weed. I was talking about legalization. And I was like, and I smoke. And I was like, what do you think of me? And he was like, well, I think you're a stoner, you know, straight up. And I was like, okay, well, that kind of sucks that you look at me that way. But it's all good because just because he's in that – he's like in his 60s, you know what I mean? So he's in that generation of when they see someone smoking weed, they instantly think, oh, you're a stoner. You don't do anything. So – yeah, I could have ranted on right there, dude. I got, I got high a little bit and kind of kept going, man. Yeah, but, uh, I live in Maryland, so it's uh, it's pretty similar. I mean, like we have we have medicinal and I thought y'all just legalized recently. Nah, Virginia did. Oh, they so have, right up the border. Yeah, did. I know they did. And uh, yeah, Virginia's already talking about revoking their rights. I hear, but well, see, Virginia though, I was looking at moving there because. When they legalized, they didn't have any dispensaries or you couldn't buy it, but they were allowing you to grow it. And yeah. that was that was the right move that they did there. I didn't hear anything about revoking it, though, and that's some bullshit if they go back on it. That's why well, I, I don't know. I've just heard rumors about like like the 
taking away homegrown rights, and uh, I forget what the other one was about. Some hemp roller trying to pass. It's gonna just completely kick out all like the homegrown hemp people. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't been keeping up with all that, dude. Yeah, I'm just really looking forward to my area becoming legal soon, and I don't even know if I'm. I don't. I used to want to get in the industry, man, and I don't even think I want to get into it now, dude. I think I kind of want to keep doing what I'm doing, just let it be legal. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. That's a I, like I haven't watched the news in so long anymore. It's like I don't even know where we stand anymore with it. <laughs> yeah, I just wait, dude. I, I follow normal and like marijuana moment on my emails, and I just look at my emails in the morning and just kind of follow from there to see oh, what's going on. For I me, follow my locals people. just because my local, uh, like local laws and local city place here, whatever they fucking. They're so laid back to where soon they they've even said that they're not pursuing any uh they're not pursuing the medical marijuana anymore. They want to just clear the way for recreational. So they're just taking away. They're not even taking licensing right now because they're like, we want to clear the way for recreational. So we're taking the right step, but. It's still going to be a minute before I think I can just openly grow and openly show my face when i want to and make a youtube and then you know be doing whatever i want and not worry about it you know what i mean i'm not too worried about the podcast because like i said i'm not doing anything i'm not doing anything that bad dude yeah. might be illegal but like fuck man so is drinking and driving you know how many motherfuckers do that shit oh exactly so it's kind of like where we all break the law a little bit yeah to me man it's like it's it's legal <laughs> it is dude yeah. I mean, the seeds that we have just got deemed legal, and the plants that we grow are not – they're not even illegal until we flower them. So it's like, come on, guys. You're, you're restrict. It's so dumb when you think about it. Oh, I know. Um, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it could be making too. It's like shit, dude. Do you have – you guys have Delta 8 up there? Yeah, I've never tried that. What? Yeah, unfortunately, I guess you never had – you've never run out. So I've run out of herb before, and I've had to go – uh, get some Delta 8, dude, and surprisingly, it gets you fucking high, dude. I got yeah. pretty stoned off of it, man. Yeah, it's my buddy it's, on me the other day. But what boggles me is how – is whenever you get high off of it, you can buy it legally, but you can't get regular weed. And that's what I always go to. When I go to that dispenser, I was telling them, I was like, this is a joke, dude. I was like, I get fucking stoned off of one of your pre-rolls. Yeah, exactly. Like, but I can't buy the real shit, so I don't know, man. There's so many, so many different loopholes, I guess, that are going through that, and that could be pharmaceutical companies making that. I don't know who's making these fucking uh, Delta Eight, because I know it's um the Delta Eight flower. It is CBD with like some fucking oil on it. If you didn't know that, uh huh. Yeah, so Delta Eight is just like it's a compound that's like I think it's it has to be in a liquid form, so. When you get the flower, it's like the flower looks wet. It looks like it has oil stains on it, and that's all you're smoking. So that's why if I go to – you can get wax of it, and I get the wax, dude. You can rip a couple of hits off a pen, and it gets you a good head high. It doesn't last as long, but, I mean, I'm probably going to get shit for this too, dude, because I know so many people that like hate on Delta 8, dude. But guess what? When you're in a place like I am, and you run out, dude, and you don't trust the, sh the people on the streets, you've yeah. got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah, I've been there before, man. I was in Florida not long ago, and I got, like, broke out in fucking hives, dude. Freaking out, and I was hit my buddy up, and I was like, I don't know what to do. And he's like, go get some Delta 8. And uh, I Did tried. it work? 
find any. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. And if you, did you drive to Florida? No, I flew down there. I'd say if you drove, man, you passed through me, dude. You need to hit me up. Nah, that's why I didn't have any fucking bud. And then I got down there and like bought some bud, and it was like you could tell it's just like some PGR shit. Dude, I got some dispo from True True Leave, I think it was. The, yeah. the some True Leave from Florida, man, it was like it was so trash, dude. It looked it looked like it looked pale almost, like a different color. And it like didn't it's it it burned like white ash though I'll tell you that dude it was like beautiful white ash but it was just didn't taste good man and I was like kind of disappointed because I was like dude this is like this is what people that are sick have to smoke this is like what the people that don't grow their own have to smoke yeah and you probably paid like fifty five bucks for an eighth of it yeah it was like it was thirty it was like thirty eight bucks actually it was cheap yeah. see up here like if you, they have some decent stuff but. You're paying like fifty five, sixty, you know, sometimes sixty five dollars for an eighth. But like, who's growing that though? Like those big companies, like True Leave, until like all those. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, are you are you licensed? For me to yeah, get to grow in Maryland, like you have to have millions to get like ready to go. Like you have to have a whole facility already set up. I think like ready to pass inspections before yeah. you can even apply. And I think that's like a hundred grand just to even even apply. That's the same thing here. You have to have an established agricultural business before they'll even like look at you. Yeah, it's that's what I'm doing with the mushroom business, dude. I got a mushroom business that I got going on with a buddy. So. Oh no way. Yeah, dude, we're growing uh microgreens gourmet and gourmet stuff? mushrooms. What's that? Like gourmet stuff. Yeah, gourmet just oyster mushrooms, oyster yeah. mushrooms, lion mane, lion's mane, and uh, microgreens, dude. Oh no way, dude! It's yeah, it's fucking sweet, dude. Like if you if you ever want to grow something that like grows quick and that's good for you and it's like fun, especially if you have kids. I don't know if you have kids or anything, but it's cool for them too. Is uh, microgreens? Yeah, first like, runs into that too, right? Yeah, dude, he's got a business. That's that's who I got a lot of my information from, dude. He's super smart. Him and uh, I don't know if you follow Flammulated Owl, uh, Seth. Yeah, he's a really cool guy too. I he does. Actually, I think I do actually. Yeah. Yeah, he's a super cool guy. So them two helped me out a lot with the microgreens, man. And then uh, one of the my business partner now kind of just found me on Facebook through my uh, wife and was like, yo, you grow mushrooms, dude? I was like, yeah, every now and then. So we kind of yeah. just like ever since then, this was like six months ago or so, he was like, well, let's do it, dude. And so we've been slowly getting up to it man we've got like a a little cottage now that we're renting out that we're going to transform into a whole like microgreens area we've got like another like uh, garage that we're going to put mushrooms in so we it's like it's it's going dude business is is happening but it might be a year still i think dude yeah well it'll take time man you know it does man it does take time for anything like that so what kind of microgreens you guys gonna grow just like your salad mix and sunflower radish all those little things. I heard Frisco talking about growing like uh, cantaloupes or something. Yeah, dude. Cantaloupe. I want to. I want to try that and cilantro. And he grows them all, man. He's got the. He's got the technique down, dude. His like his setup is so fucking sick, dude. He's got like automated timers for watering, like drip systems. He's got flood tables that they just automatically like drip onto. I'm over here like hand watering, picking up a little tray, putting it down, <laughs> dumping the tray out, but. I'm just saying, like, so it's my my 
I'm like very, very low tech. I have six trays that I can do at a time, you know, but I want to get there and I want to try the uh, cantaloupe for sure because he, the way he talks it up, man, is like, makes it sound like it's like a dessert almost. Yeah, it sounds delicious, dude. He was, uh, he was sending me videos the other day, like same stuff, like the, the flood trays and all that. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I'm still filling up like old milk jugs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's me, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, I just, if I had more time, I would, you know, I like hand watering, and there, I think there is something to it, you know. Being you never a, thought about those auto pots? Everyone talks about them. Yeah, yeah. You can even I, get the bottom piece, can't you? I think for your bag, like they have a, a way that you can just use your uh, fabric bag for it or your air, uh, the radical bag. Yeah, well, I got these blue mats too, man. That um, I want to at least give them a shot before. Isn't that just like a wicking system? Yeah, it's like a. Uh, hang on, I got one right here. I've seen them before, and I was looking at them, but I just don't know if they would work for me because of the way that the air bottom bags have those saucers in them. You know that rise up. Oh yeah. So it's not really sitting directly on anything, so it well, wouldn't be able to wick all, it up. It's all a top drip. Oh, is it? Yeah, I thought it was a mat that it soaked up from the bottom. Nah, so it's like a... Hang on one sec. I might be thinking of something different. It's like a little black... It's like a little black disc you put your bag on, and it, like, soaks up from the bottom. How do I turn this camera around? There you go. So it's like um, It's like a ceramic cone thing. Okay. That you fill this up with water, like you pre-soak this, put it in the water, and then this runs back to your reservoir. And as this thing, like it works with like hydrostatic pressure, so like as that thing, like the pressure builds up, it will shut off the valve. And then as it dries up, that pressure backs off and opens up that valve. You know what I mean? So you don't have to do any. You don't have to come open valves or anything. It's just an automatic. Yeah, exactly. That sounds like it would work then, dude. You just got to set up a reservoir and run lines and do all that. Yeah, exactly. You have to get it elevated, but um, yeah, eventually I'll get to it. So it's been busy, dude. Yeah, I feel you, man. Yeah, if I can get it automated, I think I'd go that route because it's just, I like you said before, I do like hand water. I like hand watering, and my main reason for that, though, is just because it gives me that chance to check the plant and do all the, like, if I need to pull any leaves, yeah. as I take the plant out, I kind of manicure it, do everything, and then put it back. And I get to take each plant out. Now, for us, that's easy because I'm running four plants, you're running two. Like, that takes you no more than an hour you're spending in your tent. Now, other people that are running 20-something plants, I understand, you know, that's when you need an automatic watering system for sure. Or the well, autopods. I want to fill my tent back up. I was growing like nine at a time, I think, in there. That's like a pretty manageable number, but it's... Nine in what size pots? Uh, mostly three gals. I think I had like six three gals. Damn, dude. That's a way to get a harvest, man. Yeah, exactly, dude. That's what I need to do, man. But see, I'm just so nervous doing that much because of the smell. Because if I already smell it with two plants... Usually I always have three plants in a flower that are like pretty strong. Um, but I really want to, I know in order to keep my habit going and we either have to do a perpetual grow where I'm planting new seeds every 45 days. And that, that's what I'm trying to figure out too, is 
I need to find that sweet spot of when to replant. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think I've, I've kind of gone the 45 to like 50 day. Then to other sometimes I go like 20 days, you know, before I plant another seed, just so I kind of stagger them out. But um, I don't even know where the fuck I was going, dude. I lost track of thought. I kind of went <laughs> on to that. But um, uh, perpetual so. growth. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Perpetual grocer. That's the way I grow. <laughs> Keep it at that, man, because I don't know where I was going to go with that, dude. Yeah. Yeah. What I usually do is like every like 14 to 21 days, but. That's what I was saying. Yeah. About the I, day, the link between. Like I said, I think about like. Probably pop like four or five. I think just let them rock those autos. No photos yet? You're going to no, wait on it? No, I think I'm just let them finish up with those autos. Okay. That's yeah. smart. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see, dude. Mm. So what you said you're smoking on, that's your harvest? Yeah, this is uh, John Lemon. And, John uh, Lemon. Yeah. Bert, photo? Photo. Bert, what was that, photo period? No, auto. Hmm. But, dude, it's a big-ass, big-ass yield, like... I think I got like eight ounces of this and seventy-five. Jeez, dude. And then, the yeah, and then his uh, sour kiwi Kush I grew. I, I think I got like nine and a half on that one. Who is this? Birdcage Gardens. Birdcage. I think I've heard of them. I just never. I'm so. If the name's not that big, dude, yeah. I really haven't really like know who it is man and i hate that dude because i'm always trying to find new uh, autoflower breeders out there that actually are putting stuff out that's like well, worth. He, he's like pretty small you know yeah he's from scotland that's... like the cool thing about this whole like instagram thing like like dude i got buddies like all over the country like different countries now like like people that i talk to like more than my own friends you know mm-hmm. like, my close friends like i tell people like you know like Dr. Reeferman too, like I've told him stuff that like no one but my wife knows, you know. It's pretty wild. That's dude. A, that's of that's that community, dude. That's how I feel with a lot of people too, man. Yeah, dude. That's why that's why I'm making this DGC cup work. That's why I have to go because there's just there's people I want to meet, you know, in real life, dude, that I just like I've I've known for a while and I've been behind a screen and I think it's just like just that chance, dude, to just meet them. Dude, we should set some up one day. Yeah, dude, we should, man. You're not that you're not that far from me, actually. Yeah, dude. Like me, you, and like, you know, all the fucking boys, dude. On the East Coast. We yeah. East Coast thing. Yeah. I'm 100% down. Yeah, one day, dude. But yeah, his, um, I'll send you some of those seeds. Yeah, I'd like to try some stuff out like that, man. Because I got some, I'm still waiting for my harvest, but, uh, you know, Captain Knott's uh yeah yeah so he was grateful enough to send me some uh medicine to get me by and he sent me some peanut butter breath by a uh, thug pug and uh, holy, yeah. holy shit dude that is like my fa- right. he sent me a couple like different strains and i was like bro that he labeled it pbb and i kind of when it said thug pug i kind of knew what it was and holy fuck dude i was i was so blessed to even get because i've heard a lot of people talking about it you know yeah but I, I tried my buddy's uh I can't remember, but I remember it was just fire, dude. It's yeah. really nice being able to try other people's stuff. Yeah, no, man. I'll send you some um stuff. Not, 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 dude. 
You were breaking up there, dude. What's up? You were breaking up there for a second, man. I didn't hear what you said. I said I'll send you some stuff down when I send um, those seeds with you. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's a cool feeling smoking other people's stuff and, like, seeing other people smoke your stuff, dude. Yeah, that's what I like doing. That's why I've never sold it, but I've given it away, you know? Yeah, exactly. Me too. Like, Like, dude... Like, birthday parties, like, Christmas, like, here's an eighth yeah. Don't even smoke. Like, oh, fuck it, dude. Happy birthday. Take it anyway. Yeah, okay. That's why That's why my wife says I run out so easy, dude. Like, you should hear her, man. Like, when I get a harvest, she's like, okay, now don't give any of this shit away. And I'm like, I'm not giving any away. And then, like, every time I go meet my business partner, I'm like, yo, dude, try one of these buds. I just, like, give them a fucking, like, gram or two, you know? And I meet them once a week, so it's always, like, it right. goes quick, you know what I mean? But it's just, like... That's what that's just what I do with the plant, you know what I mean? If somebody wants it and they enjoy it, whenever I give it to him, he's like, Man, that is like, dude, that's some of the best shit I've had. Just hearing that, it's like, all right, well fuck yeah, I'm gonna give you some next time so I can hear it again. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, try this one next, you know? Like watching someone like open up a bag or a jar you grew and like smell it and they go like oh, like damn, you know? Mm-hmm. That is like that's my favorite part about growing dude it is and when i do that to myself is really yeah. nice whenever i like get done with a nice cure and i pop the jar or the bag and just stick your whole face in there man it's just you can almost get like the fruity citrus tones like it's just it's amazing dude if you get that cure down right and you get it down packed dude it's perfect man dude i've been having really good luck with these uh growth bags yeah me too that's exactly what i was about to show you that's what the peanut butter breath is in one of the little glass jar uh grove bags the only downside of these bags is three of them ripped already oh dude i've ripped like half of yeah Yeah. from the zipper Mm -hmm. because yeah man it's just like i don't know if they need to like i just don't think it's meant to be opened that much you know what i mean (laughs) exactly that's what i try and do it's like i got a big old tub so i try and like take scoops out and fill like little jars up you know shit dude so you keep a tub of just herb yeah <laughs> that's gotta be a nice feeling dude yeah so we got a a bunch of flavors right now yeah it's so not, you keep, plus, you keep everything I, separated i know I got, some people that throw all their shit together man i was like nah dude no i keep it like uh it's just a fucking that's what radical does dude he showed me he had like a okay yeah, yeah. just a bunch of bags of fucking gotcha I was thinking a tub of like oh, just not bag to just like nugs all in a tub. <laughs> yeah, a tub of tub of grow bags. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, the way they're stored right there, dude, will be like fucking perfect, man. Oh man, it's. Stinks. Are you dry? Are y'all dry humidity? No, you're probably like it is here, man. It's probably humid as fuck. Uh, right now it's like outside it's humid as fuck, but in my basement it's not. It sits about sixty, sixty-five. Oh, that's good. Shit, yeah. mine don't even sit that that high, dude. And it's like eighty percent outside, but we run the AC, dude. And I think that AC sucks that humidity out, you know. Yeah. So I keep it down. How do you control your grow then? I got an AC AC Infinity uh, T67 controller. Whatever. So you have a controller. Like you use it. You use it on the controller to like do it, or you manually? I do it on the controller. I mean, that's that's the only thing that's that I really use it for. Like, I don't really, you know. Because you can only go so far with it. Like, you can't, like, check it at work, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when I'm home, like, I'm, I'm going to go walk down there and go look at it, you know? 
So how do you set yours by parameters, but like your temperature or by your humidity? Temperature and humidity. See, that's what I was confused on with mine because like when I had one setting mine up, I have the T4 uh-huh. and it has a controller and everything on it. But that uh, I just put mine on manual. I keep it at six like all the time pretty much. I never touch it because when I turn it on the auto, I don't like when my fan turns off. It'll turn off sometimes. Yeah. And I need it to run because if it's not running, it's not scrubbing the air. And it's like I need it to almost scrub the air constantly. Yeah, I guess it does kind of seep out of your tent, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, when there's no air being pulled from the tent, I feel like my tent's just sitting in stagnant air. Do you know what I Looking mean? Looking in terps, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know, yeah. though, man. I don't know. That's why I just – that's why I never – when I stopped – when I did the auto, it would – make my tent really hot i'd get like 86 degrees in there right quick and then it would turn on the fan and it would take a while to get back down and it's just like nah dude this ain't working so i keep my tent open as well i don't close my tents oh yeah that's why i'm saying i probably don't even need a fucking tent dude i was just about to say you know might as well just you know grow in a fucking closet or something yeah it's just i'm able to i'm able to hide the light a little bit with like I keep my tent halfway open, so I have the flaps open. But um, yeah, dude, I, I pretty much treat my like entire bedroom as my lung room, you know. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's a really good way of doing it, especially anyone that's really trying to get like, and even if you're growing in a tent inside of your bedroom, if you control your bedroom temperature and humidity, most likely inside of your tent's gonna be good. Yeah. Or you leave your tent open like me, and you know it'll be damn good. <laughs> I got to see my problem is, is I got to add heat because it's too cold in my basement. All really? Yeah, even even with the lights on. Yeah. How hot are you trying to get your tent? Like. At least mid to upper 70s, you know, low. Oh, 80s. damn. OK, it doesn't even get into the mid 70s. Yeah, it's like like right now it's like. I think it's like 78. That's perfect, though, dude. 76 and 55 percent humidity right now but oh in the tent or in the room you're in in the tent oh but that's i gotta run a heater all the time and then i gotta that probably dries out the fucking air and then you gotta run more humidity and it's just like damn dude yeah so i gotta have a humidifier running like all the time same i got a humidifier i go through a gallon and a half of water every fucking day dude of just like refill it refill it refill it because I, if I don't, if I turn my humidifier off, my tent gets down to like 45 percent, 44. Yeah, it'll be down. It'll be like 82 degrees and like 45 percent humidity, and you're just like, fuck me, dude. Yeah, you know that he's <laughs> not. You know it's not liking that, dude. <laughs> yeah, yep. dude, that the other day it was like two days went by, and I was like, oh my god, like, I don't think I set up my humidifier. Shit. Yeah, it's funny, dude, because like. You, I can tell when the plant's doing that. Like, I always thought it was nutrient burn, and I thought I was overfeeding. But, like, that's how important that VPD really is, I think. If you don't have that VPD, like, at least – it doesn't have to be perfect, but you have to have it in, like, at least the somewhat of parameters of yeah. where it needs to be because I swear I got a lot of issues that I thought were my plant not absorbing nutrients. I was like, why is my plant not eating? It's a pH lockout. It's this. But I was running – into that issue of not keeping my humidifier on and my tent would get like you said i'd have 82 degrees and it was like 48 percent humidity 44 percent humidity and i was just like trying to keep a humidifier going but wasn't enough and i didn't realize what was going on so anyway like i fixed it but 
something that simple, man, can really fuck your girl up, dude. See, that's what I think my problem was the other day. Just like, like you said, just environment swings. Environment is key, dude. <laughs> like the biggest thing. You keep fans blowing in there. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's like I think one of the most important factors in any grow that you're doing. If you, especially if you're working with higher temps like that, um, keeping a fan moving is really going to prevent you from getting those uh, little mini pockets, like the little mini environments. You know, hot pockets, not hot pockets, but <laughs> I think they are called hot pockets actually. It's my tent does have pretty good negative pressure. Is that negative? I guess when it sucks the. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's pulling, it's pulling that the air from the room you're in going into, yeah. Yeah, I got like a 10-inch hurricane oscillating fan. God damn, dude, 10-inch? I think it's like 10 inches. Well, it's a 5 5 so. Yeah, I guess you do need something that big, huh? Yeah. So what, do you have two plants in the 5x5 five five then? That's all I got right now, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't, right. have, you don't have the seedlings going or nothing? Mm-mm. That's what you're doing tonight though, right? Popping some seeds? That's the plan, yeah. <laughs> I remember you said it early on, so I was like sticking you sticking with it, man. I was like, you know, you said you're doing it though. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. So that's the plan, man. Yeah, dude, try it, man. Go ahead. You don't want that five by five sitting for too long. I know, dude. In it. Wow. That's a lot of environment to cool down. That was my problem with the four by four that I had. I took it down because I couldn't fill it up anymore because of the smell and because of the fucking trimming that I had to do after. I trimmed for like two days. Yeah, I wanted something when I moved. I was like, I'm getting something I can go and stand up in and like walk around. So I was like, yeah, you know, punching. It's gotta be nice, dude. That's what I'm getting a mushroom. That's what my mushroom tent's gonna be. It's a five by five. I'm gonna grow yeah. mushrooms in that. Yeah. Yeah, these AC Infinity tents are pretty sweet, man. Oh, you got one of those? Yeah. Hell yeah. They're not that expensive either. I mean, if you're going to buy the Vivo Sun, that's literally probably like $30 cheaper. I don't think it's that big of a deal. And the uh, AC Infinity looks like they're made. They look like they're made more durable. Yeah, they're slick looking too. Yeah, they are. And you're running AC Infinity fan, controllers, radical bags, auto flowers. I've kind of got your whole setup going, man. i kind of trying to figure out what – trying to remember everything. Yeah, and that's why I think I'm uh, getting off a of mega crop. Dude, it's just like too inconsistent for me. I mean, not getting uh, getting onto uh, front row. Yeah, when I send you when I send you the bags, I'll send you Ziploc bags and I'll label them because that's the thing you buy. You have to buy five pounds at a time, yeah. and that five pound bag is like sixty dollars. And it, dude, that five pounds is gonna. I use three to four grams at a time. So four grams will make me like two gallons of feed, and two gallons of feed with like your two plants would last you like a week. You know what I mean? So you're going, you're pretty much, you're not using a lot. So I'll send you a sample of A, B, and Bloom, and then you go from there, dude. And if you want to get it from them, you all you got to do is hit them up on Instagram. Just be like, look, I tried the product out. I really like it. Is there any way you guys can hook me up with a code? And they'll shoot you a discount code like they did for me for like 50% off. Because they try, they try to get people on it, man. They're not going to be like, oh, no, fuck you, you know? Yeah. Because I've been using Mega Crop, and I've had, like, you know, great... Now, is that... That's liquid, or is that powder? Powder. Okay, so you're already familiar with powder, then. Yeah, so the problem was, it's like, like, I'd scale out, like, three grams and mix a gallon, and then, like, three grams and mix another gallon and have, like, 
two completely different ECs. Okay. Yeah, and that's not good. You know what I mean? It's like it's that's what's a pain in the ass for me. This feed chart that they give you with front row aggro, like when it says that if you use distilled water at zero EC, when you put your measurement down, it comes out to exactly that number, dude. Hmm. Exactly what they say it comes out to one point four or whatever. Cause so that's another thing with front row ag, I should tell you. They use a method called crop charging. And um that is they start off like at week one at like a really higher EC and then they kind of stagger down before flower, they flush. And then once you start bloom newts, you kind of do the same thing. You start like 2.4 EC, then you go down to 2, 1.8, 1 1.4, 1, and then like 0.6. Huh. So that's how they recommend you use their nutrients too. And as they call it crop charging. Oh, shit. So it's kind of like what you're doing is you're letting the plant naturally, I think, back itself. You're back at the yeah, exactly. So you're you're in a sense you're telling it when to be done. Hmm. So that's something you could definitely try out. I'll send you samples of it, man, for sure. Because I want you to get on that, dude. I already got. I mean, lit lit and green got me on it, and uh, I got frizz on her. He got frizz on. I helped frizz out with it. And if I get you on it, dude, we'll get more people on it, man. Because between that and Athena, that's like the biggest things right now. And Athena is just like another, uh, no, not dissing them, but Athena is just another liquid nutrients company, dude. That's just a bunch of salts. Yeah, Same exact thing. It's just you're buying, you're buying bottles of salt water. And they're expensive too, aren't they? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're really expensive. Yeah, dude. So definitely- you can buy just the powder and mix it yourself, dude, and get the same results, if not better. So now, I'm not say- sponsored by them at all, so... <laughs> <laughs> not saying anything not yet um damn, I forget what the fuck I was about to ask you marijuana affects the memory man yeah man that shit gets me I'm looking at this second joint like oh, I don't even know if I'm gonna fire this one up <laughs> yeah dude I smoke a bowl or two but that's the thing though dude I don't get like I smoke all throughout the day, but when I get on the podcast and I get ready to talk to somebody, when I'm smoking while doing it, I seem to get like real high. Oh yeah, dude. And it's like I don't usually get this high during the day like normally, but now that I'm doing the podcast and I'm trying to like get shit done, it's like I have to have to slow down because if I toke like normal, I'll just be like, "Oh, what'd you say, dude? What? <laughs> what?" <laughs> yeah, you, you smoke awful lot during the day. Yeah, dude, I smoke from the moment I get up to the moment I go to bed, man. Does your girl smoke? Nope. She know. does not. I know, right, dude? So you Believe get off not. yourself, dude. Yeah, I let, I let her try it every now and then, but she doesn't like it because she says all it does is make her tired. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I let her try some uh, some gummies, though, dude, and she, she likes the edibles. So she'll fuck with edibles, and she does like CBD. That's cool. Like the capsules and the salve and all that. Uh, Back Nine Bandit, uh, Marty. Mm-hmm. If you know him, he sent some salve over and some tinctures, and that's what she likes, you know? She don't like to get hot. Salve is just like yeah. a lotion. Okay. It's like a, it's like an ointment, actually. So, like, if she has, like, muscle, she's a server, so she's sore a lot, you know? So she, like, puts that on her joints, and she says it helps. Helps her just, like, relax a little bit easier. It could yeah. be placebo. It could be not. But, dude, I mean. Whatever works, dude. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, same thing with me smoking. The reason I smoke is for my anxiety, dude. I wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning, usually 3.55. Like, 
my body fucking knows when four o'clock is about to be here because I usually wake up at like three fifty five, three fifty seven, and my mind is like, got to check your plants, got to check your microgreens, you got to do this, and you got to be up before your sun gets up, you got to make breakfast, you know what I mean? It's just like going, dude. So I'm just like, fuck. I kind of stumble out of bed, go and smoke, and then after I smoke, I'm just like, all right, I'm good. It's like my coffee. Yeah, I'm the same way, man. I gotta get up like, like four o'clock every day for work, and that's the first thing I do. Is like get up, like we always wake up, like like you know, fuck the same way. Like I got do this, like am I gonna be late to work? Like I got mm-hmm. this, this, that to do, like shit to do this week. Like you didn't it's sleep, all- dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get that first bong rip, and it's like it works, man. It, and that's that. And I don't know if do you smoke throughout the day or when you're oh, working, you don't really smoke. I do smoke, just like not, you know, not stoned all day. Yeah, I'll get out and get a couple hits during the day, and then get back to work. Yeah, because see, I like if I can go about four or five hours without smoking, which I can. But if I do that like a normal routine, then I can get that, I get that high again. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I'm like, oh shit, I got pretty high off one hit. But when I'm home, that's damn near impossible for me to go four hours without fucking smoking, dude. Oh, I know. I see. It seems like it seems like that's a lot to ask for. It's like four hours and shit. You know what I mean? But dude, like, I'll probably smoke like two or three times within that limit, dude. I'll just, and that's the thing. I don't think you get any more high. Yeah. When I'm at home, and I mean, it's my wife. She smokes like she's a great pothead, dude. Like, damn, dude. <laughs> Al smokes me. So that's good, man. I kind of, I kind of wish I don't wish I had. I wish my wife smoked more, should I say. I don't wish I had somebody like that. I'm glad I have my wife. Just glad I wish she smoked more. <laughs> I got to I gotta phrase that right in case she listens to this, which I don't think she ever will. Yeah, she uh, she likes to smoke. She uh, I grew some of that poison the well by uh, Radical Notions. Yeah. And uh, like as soon as I harvested that, she was like, yep, this is mine. Just took a whole sip and was like, this is my studio weed. It's like, damn. There you go. <laughs> well, that's why you had to grow a lot, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's got to be good though, man. I mean, y'all are y'all married? Y'all just y'all just together? Yeah, we just got married uh, a year ago. That's now. right, dude. I remember seeing your fucking photos. That's right, dude. We've known each other, dude. We've known each other for a little while, then, huh? Yeah, dude. Like, it's weird. Like, I remember, like, I think yeah, I remember seeing your wedding photos and everything, dude. Now, like, it's bringing it all back to me. Yeah, dude. I think like shit, like 2019. How long have you been growing now? Probably about since 2018 I started, but like I started getting on Instagram about 2019. Yeah, I remember hitting you up way back when about like LST and uh, super cropping. Like, yeah, because that's when I was learning it from DGC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, exactly. So it's 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 just wild, man. It's, like, it's you, crazy. So I'm glad we were able to do this, man. To kind of get me to. LST or the not not LST but like get into super cropping. It's kind of some scary shit in there. Going there pinching branches. Yeah, dude. If, yeah, I mean that's really it's a not a trade secret, but it's so it's a secret that's not a secret. It's something that's overlooked. I guess I'm trying to say, like pinching and twisting, dude, is something that if you really want to pick up a harvest or try to try not harvest but pick up your yield, that's definitely like a really simple tool to use. Yeah, I do it all the time. Just yeah. Little squeeze here and there. I've been using those LST clips and I just put it on tonight onto the pre ninety eight episode one I have. Um but I don't know if you saw what happened before. Do you know that what I'm talking about? Those little 
Yeah, yeah, well, I never did until this one. I just got a hair on my ass and I was like, all right, dude, I'm going to try to fucking try something new because I use those wire ties for so long and they work. But I'm just kind of I hate the wire ties on my bags because when you go pick your bag up, it sometimes like pulls and you can pull the branch. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. So it's like I'm always worried about pulling a branch down. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So, yeah. So I use LST clips now, and they seem to be working really well. They fatten up the point like damn good, but it snapped two branches already. I had two branches I came out to. They were completely broken off, dude. Uh So, yeah. So I don't know. People were saying that it was too young. She was like just – the branch was too thin, but I think what happened was she was trying to turn herself back up, you know? Yeah. And when she went to go turn herself up, that pressure point here, like in the middle, just kind of snapped. But that kind of like shit, dude. You better be advertising some shit better than that. You know what I mean? If that shit, because if that happens again, dude, I'm going to burn these motherfuckers, dude. Yeah. Because yeah. Like, you can't, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like. I don't know if it, it's it's like too much constraint on the on the stem. That's what kind of like you know what I mean. Like it does seem like a lot because you're bending ninety degrees, dude. Usually my pinch and twist, I go forty five and then turn it around. You know. Yeah, yeah. And even when I when I do tie down, like I tie down like a big old a big old loop that you know the plant can grow into eventually. No, that's smart. Yeah. I don't know, man. So you never trellised. You just do your LST. Have you tried trellising before? No. Yeah, well, I I did once, and then like this was like 2019, and dude, I got spider mites like really bad, Ooh. and that's when I learned yeah what spider mites were. I kind of saw like the stippling, and I was like, oh, I think it's a deficiency. So I was like, you know, I didn't think of mites. How'd you get it from outside? You think? I guess, dude, just not you know going outside, Damn, cut dude. the grass and stuff, and then going in there. Fuck, dude. Like, I know. That's my worst fear, man. Yeah, I had the whole room filled up with a trellis, and I saw spider webs. I Googled. <laughs> oh, no. So I cut a whole trellis down. I got mm. right, but uh, yeah, I, I blamed it. It doesn't on- really work for hand water, and if you're trying to hand water, too, trellis is not a good idea. Exactly. Plus, like, in a 6 by 3 like I used to be in, like, it was you know, three foot wide, six foot long. So get to the back, you know, it was just a bitch. You, you know, trying to stretch six feet or go underneath the fucking un- underneath. The well, dog. I feel like you, you or, have to set up, you got to set up like saucers that can drain themselves too, or some, you have to have a shop vac to vacuum it out, man. Fuck all that, dude. Yeah. That's why I'm hoping I got to get these, these blue mats up that, cause they can, you know, you can still slide stuff around and, that's what I like to be able to like get walk around the plant, inspect the plant, mm-hmm. be able to roll it out. Yeah, exactly. Be able to take it out of the plant, you know. Yeah. Get pictures in a in a tent too. Sounds good, dude. So you know, we never even did an introduction. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all good though. We don't need an introduction. I don't think I I usually start them without introduction. Sometimes I feel like normally we just kind of start off most of the podcast by me just talking and then we gotta go into the conversation yeah but well, I uh, people i'll do an introduction whenever we uh when i put the intro into like the intro music and all that shit that's when i usually do it man 
Hi guys, I'm Parma Pharma. <laughs> there you go. There's your intro, guys. Yep. At the end of the episode, almost. <laughs> Thank you guys and love you guys. Yeah, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on too, dude. Of course, dude. I'm glad you're able to make it. And like mm-hmm. I said, we've been we've been chatting for a while, and it was kind of one of those things that. I'm I'm not running out of people to talk to. I have so many people to talk to, but like I'm really trying to learn and get to know the people that I knew from the beginning, from when I started. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. And there's still some couple of people out there I'm still trying to get on, just to like fucking know your story, dude. This isn't just for the guys out there listening. This is kind of for me too, you know, just to kind of like actually get to know who you are. You know, like I said, I I remember your wedding. I remember your wedding photos now, and all of that kind of clicked back. So it's like kind of know what's going on in your life you know and i've never really formally introduced myself or talked to you yeah man it's been awesome dude. it is yeah like i said it's just it's this community is just like so so cool dude like so thankful for everybody out there like, i got sure. friends like best friends like like dr Reeferman called me the other day like told me he loved me and i was like dude you know like that kind of like that kind of close friend yeah and it's it's cool dude Hell yeah, dude. That's what I'm talking about. That's what this community is there for, man. Showing mm-hmm. the support, dude. Well, all right, dude. So let's, uh, I'm going to bring it to an end then, dude. How about that? And then, uh, if you want to, yeah, just we'll do an outro and, uh, let everyone know how they can find you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hit me up afterwards and, um, yeah, send me your address and stuff. I'll get those packs out to you, bro. Oh, dude. And I'll send, um, I'll send you, yeah, we'll get, we'll link up, dude, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, brother. All right, man. Have a good night, bro. Peace. You too. Later. Later.